0: I can hear it. Wait, I can hear your heartbeat. Wait, what? I can
1: hear your heartbeat. like rain on the podcast day it's feeling like all your equipment gets drenched i got some good advice to do the podcast
0: inside and who Who would have thought thought that we were still alive there it is Uh, we did it we we, did it we we made it through the wilderness yes we made it through I wouldn't know how lost I was.
1: The We made it through so, two, two out
0: of the upcoming- Storm of the years.
1: 17 Storm of the years, there's, back to
0: back? There's a lot of Storm of the years is going on, and I think we are uh, our survival rate is 100%. So not yeah. to brag, but uh, <laughs> we made it so far. Both of us live slightly on, uh, on elevated areas.
1: Elevated land.
0: Yeah, so we got that going for us. Otherwise so known
1: as white privilege land. I got the
0: high ground out again! Is uh, basically where we're at, you know, Obi Wan territory, not a uh, Anakin Skywalker territory. Am I right?
1: Yeah, sure. Whatever you said, sure. Um, you uh, know, yeah. Well, it is winter. The winter is upon us. It really
0: feels uh, today. Uh, today I was thinking, it feels like winter today. Today feels like winter.
1: Yeah, I feel like uh, December really uh, hornswoggled us a bit because yeah. uh, it was like it was cold in late November, mm-hmm. and then uh, we had like seventy degrees for two weeks straight. And then it and it's And now it's forty. We're in the third week of rain. Yeah. Uh,
0: but today did not rain. So uh good for us. A little break in the weather. A little break in the weather. We uh that that's why it felt like it felt like winter because everything was kind of frozen from the rain and just right. soggy and it was cold. And you know the holidays are not ahead of you, that's how you know it's winter. It's like, what are you looking forward to?
1: Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing but darkness and cold. Um, shout out to Purple Mountains, RIP. Yeah,
0: except for a, uh, a certain event in two months, two months away, we are we are nearing the finish line for you, my friend.
1: I think it's uh, Kyle's favorite number, 49 days. 49
0: days. 49 days
1: until, uh, you know, until uh, my life begins. The be San ends.
0: Francisco Purdy Niners.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's going to
0: age well. Uh, we got a packed pot for you today starring Jack, my boy, Jack. Wait, no, it's more like, Jake, Jake, my boy, Jake. <laughs> no, that's more New Zealand, time. Huh? What movie are you referencing right now? I think I'm
1: lost. Hook. Is it Hook? Oh, Justin yeah. Dustin Hoffman. It's Dustin Hoffman. Jack,
0: my boy. Jack, my boy. <laughs> Throw the ball here, Jack. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: are we good? That was pretty good. We might do Hook. We yeah, might do Hook. We might do Very Hook Very soon. Year. Very soon. Yeah, we might do uh, Hook this To year. sell it when the Fableman somehow pulls out some sort of victory yeah. <laughs> uh, at the Oscars. And I think, they, I think yeah. we hook it up.
1: Yeah, and Nick will finally choose, um, finally choose who on this podcast is his uh, smee to his captainhood. Yes, that's exactly right. I will, uh, I will Who's choose a his power bottom. Um,
0: you would be, you'd be an entertaining smee, but Kyle, Kyle has more smee energy. I mean, if we're being honest, I got the, I got the, I got the bod for for smee. Alex is half smee and the other goal. He's more of a smeegle if you know what mm. I mean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my precious. Yeah, yeah. A little freak. city boy, city boy. We yeah. got some podcast news. Uh, we're deeming this year the Punch Drunk Love Year. Yeah,
1: welcome. Uh, welcome, everybody.
0: Yeah, so uh, we are going to be punch drunk. We are going to be drunk in love. We are going to punch. We are going to love. Yep. We are going to be drunk. Yep. Not this month uh, for me, but, you know, I'm just resetting back to zero. So I'm in I'm in love phase and punch phase right you now. You might need two months for that. Yeah. Uh, punch phase because... We haven't done enough action movies. We talked about this on a previous podcast. We're deprived, and uh, so we're starting off. We're not jumping all the way into the ring to get punchy. We are. We're going to start off small in a uh, and choose one of the animals most most well known for punching.
1: Yeah, so. big big combat heavy uh, animal. Yeah, yeah.
0: maybe the maybe the best back muscles of uh, of oh, the animal kingdom. Oh, Probably man. top
1: five. Big big time yoked animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you If
0: you if you've seen the yoked kangaroo online, you know exactly what we're talking about because we are doing a kangaroo jack. Yes, of course. It's been twenty years uh, since kangaroo jack first graced us in uh, in January of two thousand and three. We've been talking about kangaroo jack for a long time. I think
1: we have. We have. Um, it's it was uh. It was something that I was reluctant to uh, to review, just like hey, uh, this time, just like this time last year when we re- uh, when we reviewed Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Yes, very yes, reluctant yes. to watch. Um, and then I watched it, and I was like, oh, it's actually not bad." But we're going to talk about that. It's we're like, going to get
0: into that. It's it's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's good day. Uh, movie news. Do you, you have some movie news for us?
1: The only movie news that makes uh relevant sense, uh because this is the Punch Drunk uh, Love podcast, and I'm, I love how the drunkenness leads to punching in this specific film, this but they're true. remaking it. They're remaking the classic Roadhouse movie. They are. This has been in development hell for almost 10 years yeah for a long time uh the original uh the original star of this movie was going to be Ronda Rousey but we all know that she uh you know she
0: was going to be the uh she was going to be the,
1: the roadhouse yeah it was going to be the the, the female t- switch the titular roadhouse t- titular pain don't hurt <laughs> uh i forget his name but rip patrick Swayze. but in any case they're remaking it okay uh directed by Doug Lyman so big got, action it's, guy. It's got a 50 shot. It's got being a shot good, of being good. I mean, he hasn't had a good record uh, for a while, but uh, but you know he's going to give it the old college try. Yep. And uh, of course, uh, Nick's uh, Nick's uh, forever love takes the lead, playing Dalton. That is, that's his name, Dalton. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal.
0: Oh boy! Is the lead.
1: Wow. And guess who's the big bad? Oh,
0: he's got to match up physically with Gyllenhaal. Uh, probably somebody bigger, if anything. I'll, f- I'll get you this smaller pro fighter. Okay, pro fighter. Uh,
1: uh, rhymes uh,
0: with Schmuck Liddell. <laughs> Is it Chuck Liddell?
1: No, but you're in the you're in the same wheelhouse. Okay, older. Uh, younger. Younger. Yeah, young young young. The Cal- California boy. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more hint. Um, he's not from America. Not from America. Is it GGG? No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm surprised you know who that is. Oh, no. uh, it's, it's, I know who it is. It's
1: a Irish. Yep, it's the Irish car bomb himself, Conor McGregor. <laughs> uh, cut that part out, Kyle. Uh, but yeah, Conor McGregor apparently plays the big bad or plays a friend, and McGregor. the whole plot goes an ex-UFC fighter uh, takes, uh, takes a role as a bouncer in a Florida Keys roadhouse, and uh, hijinks ensue. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, so. Initial thoughts? Initial thoughts.
0: Um, Jake Gyllenhaal Jake getting Gyllenhaal- yoked like,
1: uh, like his boxing movie, Southpaw?
0: Yeah, I, I'm in. I, I have seen Southpaw, and it is not what you expect it to be until yeah. you watch it. And yeah. then you're like, wow, that was Southpaw. <laughs> That's yeah. what they had planned for that movie. It's a weird movie. <laughs> it is weird. He he does some real work in it. It is a mm-hmm. uh, – Gyllenhaal, when I do start the the Heads podcast – the The last third of his last like ten movies, I want to say his last ten movies he's
1: just outrageous, like in nearly yeah. all of them, yeah, I think it started with prisoners, but it might have started a it little bit been. before maybe that. his
0: mind broke a little bit back then, and then uh he's he's had to work it out since then. We're gonna do a Doug Lyman movie this year though uh we're gonna are we gonna double dip in Doug Lyman? We are gonna do a Doug Lyman movie this year, yeah, what is the second uh, double liming? We are not gonna step back from that ledge, my friend. Oh wow, we are going. We're, we're jumping. We're jumping straight in. Oh my god, it's a jumper anniversary.
1: Oh my god, I thought you were going to say "Man on a Ledge" for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, please no.
0: "Man on a Ledge" really feels like it was directed by him. If we're being honest, but yeah, it, it, I
1: think so. I don't know his other,
0: his other two movies. Executive producer "Cry Wolf." Yeah, know. the Australian movie, yep. and he directed uh, "Chaos Walking." You know, yeah, that Tom Holland. Yeah. Uh, bummer. Yeah, big bummer. Which uh, we'll probably do one day when some I got a snake growing out my head when some Spider Man comes out. But uh, so, looking forward to Jumper. Looking forward to Roadhouse because uh, it's got my guy. So he got to be. Yeah. Uh, only other news that I have is I heard somebody else say the word Sean Levy's directing a s- Star Wars movie. Oh yeah. And then I uh, and then I Googled it and it turns out he's st- he-, he is still reportedly excited for uh, to do a Star Wars film. He wants it to be a visual spectacle filled with big heart. I don't know what that means. Yep. So Do you have an idea what that <laughs> means? <laughs> I'm really worried that we moved into the Levyverse. verse. We're gonna talk a lot about um the early two thousands and the type of comedies that happened in that time. Yeah. Um and how things have really taken a turn. I think Sean Levy's type of movie was popular then and now it kind of came back around in a new way.
1: In a weird way. He's
0: re hangovering us, like he 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 killed the the specific type of humor that was in hangover yeah kill the dead and now he's bringing out a new type of uh, humor so
1: yeah uh ryan reynolds heavy humor maybe that's what it's called yeah pith pith pithy pithy the pithiness of it all yeah
0: Anyway, that was the only sad news that I had. Uh, we're looking forward to 2023 <laughs> Punch Drunk Love. If you have a punching, a drunk movie, or a love movie. Or uh, all three. Or, yeah, hit us up yeah. and uh, come on the
1: pod. Yeah, shout, shout out to Punch Drunk Love, which is uh, not under 25%. Not under 25. However, it may be, uh, this is debatable, PTA's worst movie. We're We're, we're going to have that year-long debate. I'm not sure we should. Yeah, we should. We should because you should feel bad. No, Uh, but speaking of feeling bad, let's uh, let's get into it with a taste. Kangaroo Jake. Kangaroo Jake. Hey, look, Jackie legs. Hello, you can talk. Ah! Two best friends. See, I put my lucky jacket on the kangaroo who popped off with all my money. We can find your money. There he goes! Are about to find out. If you could give me back my money. Money? Stop that! They don't know Jack. You're a tough little guy, aren't you? <laughs> nice. I said a the hit. The
0: hippie did the hip,
1: a Kangaroo Jack. Look for it on DVD and video can't wait to watch the blu ray.
0: Heep, the heap heep pop when you don't stop. I heard it on the uh, DVD step uh, going right into some trivia. Mm. The kangaroo voice does commentary as the kangaroo. It's the
1: director's commentary but it's not the director. It's, it's not just, the director. It's, it's just
0: Jake. It's the yeah, it's the it's Kangaroo Jack.
1: That's amazing.
0: As the character uh, does the entire movie, I might have to download that version. I mean, if that's not better than this, I'd be
1: surprised. We should have watched it for in preparation. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Oh well, uh,
0: we don't. Yeah, I'm not uh, buying a DVD of uh, Kangaroo Jack, <laughs> even though good cover, uh, great movie, even for for our standards, great movie. I like I like movies. I like most movies. Kangaroo Jack's on the list. Wow. Yep. Wow. Eight percent of uh, critics liked it though, so that wasn't. It that's wasn't not good. It, wasn't great for it.
1: <laughs> that's not good.
0: Uh, audience also not a fan. We're gonna get into just what happened with this movie. Twenty nine percent. I
1: mean, uh, that's not the worst score for audience that really, we've seen. That's really bad though. Oh, it's one out of three. One out of three people, or three out of ten people.
0: Usually, the audience. A good audience score is above forty.
1: Nah, okay. All right. Yeah, 50, I guess. I mean, that's
0: like the worst you can do as an audience. You're making this movie for somebody. You got to hope somebody likes it. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, The blurb is, the humor is gratingly dumb, and Kangaroo Jack contains too much violence and sexual innuendo for a family movie. What violence was in this movie?
1: Uh, The guns? There was guns. Yeah. A couple punches. Elmer Fudd has a gun.
0: Yeah, there was really only one fight, and that's Michael Shannon and another bad guy getting it down. Yeah. So... Oh well, maybe it was like the plane plane crashes and violence. No, no, no. there were some. There was a little bit of sexual innuendos, but yeah know,
1: running away from the police. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why critics
0: were mad. You ran away from the cops. Yep. Um, what was your blurb? My
1: blurb is from uh, Bill Stamets, uh of the Chicago Reader. Likable, but negligible. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's a fair fair judgment. It feels like very very objective. It's a very objective point of view.
0: I think you're correct mr bill stamets uh jeff andrew of time Out. he he was not as happy that he saw he said parents beware colon this film is too crude violent and offensive for younger viewers
1: uh are you sure that wasn't part of like some uh christian <laughs> science magazine <laughs> no
0: take a time maybe it is take a time out yeah and talk to us about our boy
1: jesus take, christ yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, uh, we had a bonus uh, before we get on our notable. Do you want to mention uh, uh, Sarah, Sarah Michelle Geller's Yeah, Yes, uh, Sarah Michelle Cutter's
0: of blurb was January films are the comeuppance all film critics must suffer for the treasures thrown at them during November and December. Seeing that 2002's holiday slate was one of the richest in memory, something tells me I'm in for 31 days of pain like no other.
1: Dang. Hey, you know, pain don't hurt. Yep.
0: This is a, uh, we do some of our worst, best movies during January, and it's for a reason. Most companies drop their worst, best movies during January. It's,
1: it's strange. I wonder why they do that. Like, it's it's a known, it's such a known thing that January, February movies are are lackluster. Yeah, dump you wary. Uh, that's what they call February. I, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I I, but but they also do re-releases of critically acclaimed movies, uh, so they can get that second run juice uh, squeezed out of them. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. It's it's a strange time for for movies, and you would think that with the shift in in home entertainment. That they would, you know, just just spread out their spread out their goodies throughout the year. If anything, January is a good time because everybody's trapped inside. Everybody's trapped inside, or that maybe it's they can't escape if they're in the snowy snowy terrains yes. and uh, barren wastelands. Yes, um, looking at you, Vermont. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, notable critic, uh, our, our, our gal, Nell a uh, new new uh, segment called Manouch. 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 Uh, she stated, that Kangaroo Jack is not just a very bad movie. It is a very bad movie that shows how inadequately the MPAA rating system handles the kinds of material that are of concern to parents. Yeah, sure. Great. This was a big thing with this movie. It was actually the main talking
0: point of this movie. Unbelievable. Yes. Uh, another one that from Stephen D. Gray Danis. Grade anus? Or grade D-danus. Grade I have a grade-out anus? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. With Kangaroo Jack, producer Jerry Bruckheimer, director David McNally have done for the PG rating system what they did for PG-13 with Coyote Ugly.
1: I don't understand that reference. <laughs> I think he was saying <laughs> Coyote Ugly should have been rated R. I don't know why. Future contender. Future contender. It don't, I don't know why. There's no nudity in it. Uh, is, no. is it the egregious uh, lack of acting from John Goodman in the film? Maybe. I,
0: you know, I think it's because they don't... they. They prefer people to drunk drive because if you go to a Coyote Ugly Bar and you want a water, you know what they do? They give you water. They spray you with the hose. They spray you with a hose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> don't you dare get sober in my club. God, they're probably the worst places in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Should we get? Should we get into it then? Yeah, let's let's, 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 let's get just factual. Talk about it. Yeah. Let's get factual with each other. Director is Kangaroo Di- Dick. Kangaroo Jake. Kangaroo Jake. Uh speaking of Coyote, coyote Ugly, uh director David McNally, yeah. Apparently that that was the illusion this whole time. He directed Coyote Ugly <laughs> and Kangaroo Jack, and that was it. <laughs> he was a very big uh animal movie title guy. Yeah. Yeah. Literally the only two movies he did. Wow. I can't believe he didn't direct Piranha. You know? Yeah. He needs to run the full gamut of uh every every ecosystem in the uni- in the in the United Globe that we have. <laughs> yeah. well, he,
0: he's pitching his uh, spiritual uh Trilogy.
1: That's what it is. I
0: wonder what it would be. That'll be the game. He was
1: a second assistant director to Anaconda. Uh, Writers Ah. Steve. No, he wasn't. Uh, Writers (laughs) for Steve Bing and Scott Rosenberg. Steve Bing, not a famous Bing. Uh, Scott Rosenberg, relatively famous uh, 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 writer. Scott Rosenberg, very. He's all over the place. Very
0: well known. He's all over the place. Steve Bing uh, did one movie. Wrote one movie besides uh, Kangaroo Yolk.
1: Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. But yeah,
0: Scott Rosenberg, though, wrote Con Air, High Fidelity, Beautiful Girls, Kangaroo Jack, Venom, and all the new Monchies. All the new
1: Monchies, yeah. So he
0: is rolling in it. So yeah. uh, hopefully Scott Rosenberg bought his boy Steve Bing just at least like a... Cut him some slack. Yeah, maybe like a, a house, an ADU on the back of his property or maybe
1: something. Maybe gave him half a point <laughs> on a High Fidelity or
0: something. Yeah. Uh, speaking of producing, Jerry Bruckheimer is the producer of this movie
1: unbelievable that he's the producer of this
0: film he is his paw prints all over this movie yeah. i can't believe it i can't believe it. jerry that. bruckheimer's still kicking how old is that guy over under uh 79 i'll take the over on that
1: i mean bruckheimer's a billionaire oh
0: guess how old he is Seventy nine. wow 79. On, the on the nose on the it's dog. a push yeah wow. there you
1: go wow i didn't i didn't
0: know that would happen but nice he's, guess. he still looks pretty fine I mean, uh, not that's fine. What, like, like he looks fine. He's probably got a blood boy. That's that's probably why. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if you had five million dollars, I'd probably parts would of the being one, two, three, four, five, and six, and
1: all the CSIs oh, and
0: all the CSIs. <sighs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: CSI.
1: What a guy! What a guy, Bruckheimer. Always confused Jerry Bruckheimer with, um, man, with um, our guy. Rest in peace. To. Um, guy who directed batman and robin and schumacher joel schumacher <laughs> I always confused those two names i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> completely different people completely different aspects of the cinematic uh industry but here i am uh we have a creature designer as as a notable and that is chris clark nick you want to uh, dive into chris clark yeah i, chris love, clark. Clark's life?
0: I, I love chris clark um
1: Shout out to the cool Chris Clark, by the way, that I know of, aka Tove. Big guy. Big, big nice guy named Tove. Shout out. Design
0: creatures such as Alien vs. Predator.
1: Oh, he was our guy on AVP.
0: Yeah, he did V for Vendetta. Wow. And he uh, he's a now Star Wars guy did last. He was a key animatronic designer for Last Jedi, Rogue One, Force Awakens, and Wrath of the Titans. Wow. So uh he also uh senior an- animatronics technician for Warhorse. So. Oh, he was the Warhorse head. <laughs> yeah, he must have been the guy that just did the Yeah.
1: He's controlling the, Man, head, the I, head
0: turns. Missing some missing some Warhorse, you know. I've been thinking about firing it up lately. It's
1: not a bad movie.
0: <laughs> it's not bad, right?
1: It's, no, it's not a bad movie. It's a little
0: melodramatic, but there's some there's some great parts in it. I
1: mean, I would <sighs> I would probably take... What are your top
0: three horse movies? I would probably take Psychedelics
1: and watch War Horse the Play that it was based on. I did hear that the play is good. (laughs) Heard It's a wild (laughs) romp. Uh, Top three horse movies? Yeah. Man. War Horse is up there. No, in particular order. War Horse, Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Okay. And... (laughs) Did
0: you see that in theaters?
1: No, but my sister... It played for days. (laughs) Well, yeah, I know. My sister watched that DVD probably 600 times. Okay. Um and ooh. Give me a good horse movie.
0: Black Beauty, Black Stallion. I didn't watch Black Beauty or Black Stallion.
1: Okay. Not uh, didn't watch Hidalgo.
0: Hidalgo. Number, um, maybe definitely number 1 horse That's rubber. that's it's, a, it's probably
1: the most popular one. Um
0: uh, all the pretty horses. Flicka.
1: <laughs> that's it. That's the one. <laughs> Lean uh, on Pete, sea uh,
0: biscuit. How about oh yeah, sea biscuit? How about yeah. the biscuit? Yeah. Throw
1: throw flick at it. Hop We're putting Seabiscuit biscuit <laughs> in.
0: <laughs> flick, uh you got to choose Stalgo. On a, you rewatched. Never seen good. it. Still good. How about
1: that? Never seen it. Don't want to watch. You would it. Love it. Nope. You would love it. Don't want to watch it. It is. It's
0: a little problematic here and there, but otherwise, it's it's good. It's yeah, good. It's because of
1: Vijo. I, yeah. I get it. Uh, yeah. What's what's your three? Come on. You give me Hidalgo. What else H- you give Hidalgo. me? Hidalgo, and then, that's it. And then, the, then <laughs> Just the, Hidalgo three times. Then the biscuit, and then uh, we're going to count El
0: Dorado as a horse movie.
1: <laughs> Road to El Dorado. Road to El Dorado. I mean, it, it, a
0: horse the horse is the main character. The
1: horse kind of talks. It's like yeah, uh, putting Tangled in there as a horse movie. So all right, well I'll accept it. Okay. Uh, actors in this film. Let's uh, quit beating around the bush here. Uh, quit beating around the bushy. Eh? Hey, the bushies. Uh, Jerry O'Connell is the lead as Charlie Carbone. Yep. Uh, Anthony Anderson, uh, in one of his uh, early comedic roles as Lewis Booker. Yep. Big time years for Anthony Anderson. Early two thousands was, was payday central for Anthony Anderson before he, he was did like his dramatic turn. He was like, put me in anything and I'll yeah. do it. Yeah. Put me in any movie then, that, that is relatively funny.
0: And then he got killed in the departed one time. And now all of a sudden that's who he is. Yep.
1: Now. And then he, yeah. Then he turns bad on the shield and now he's, now he's the man. Uh, he's bad. He's a bad guy on the shield. He was a bad guy on the shield, like season four. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I think the Glenn Close season. Um, you cannot
0: give that man enough money. I think he's great. No, he's great. He's yeah. fantastic. Now he's black. He's just making all the blackish
1: money. Now. Yeah. He's got um uh uh rerun Mixed, money. Yeah. Blackish, grownish, mixedish. Syndication, syndication yeah. money. Yeah. He's a legacy. Uh, big up to yeah. AA uh estella warren as jesse don't know estella warren do you know estella warren uh no she you the you, female love you, interest you wouldn't
0: know estella warren uh but she was maxim's hot 100
1: one year of course yeah that's a big 2003 stat right there uh christopher walken makes she, an appearance she, as, she was
0: in the 2001 planet of the apes
1: oh oh she Marky was Mark the one. she was the yeah she was the love interest in planet of the apes yeah <sighs> what a terrible movie she didn't quite make it no she might Before not be honest she might not make it weekend uh, Christopher Walken makes an appearance as Sal Maggio. Yes. Wow. Two appearances. That's a heat check. In two and a half
0: scenes. Yeah. It's a big heat check moment for, for C-Walk. If we were a certain podcast, we would say he was a certain, uh, award winner of the, uh, Dion Waiters award.
1: Yeah. 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 Big time. Came in, came in, did his power lines, walked right on out of that. Walked right on out of that room. Back to Estelle Warren for one second. The yes. cool
0: The Cooler. She's Canadian, first of all. Oh uh, best known for the cooler with William H. H. Macy's Macy. love interest. And yeah.
1: she's a big love interest actress. Yeah, all right. I mean, Good for
0: she's, her. she's hot. Yeah. She's pretty pretty. Uh,
1: Martin Socus as Mr. Mr. Smith. Yeah, Martin ass is what I'm gonna call him for this podcast. It's not great. <laughs> um apparently he was in uh, Lord of the Rings as Galadriel's partner. Oh. Um, so that's another role that he was in. He the was in the, n- the show new one? Uh, uh, the first one, Okay. the, 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 the live action, P- yeah, Peter yeah, Jackson, yeah. Peter he's a New Zealander. That's why probably he was in the movie. Oh, uh, um, he was, he a, was faking Australian. Yeah. Yeah. He's faking big faker. Uh, Mr. Smith, Martin Sokus was also in the show into the badlands, the AMC, uh, weird show. Uh, Michael Shannon. Our guy Michael Shannon's Our in guy this Michael movie. Michael Shannon. Man, th- this is the one of the rare moments where we're going to get Michael Shannon on uh, on the pod. Uh, yeah, I think his his second time is is what I'm guessing. Um, yeah, what was his first movie? His first,
0: he was in the background. He of- was
1: in. Uh, yeah, he was. No, he was in. Um, it was a more more recent film that we did bad boys Two. bad boys too yeah. he was floyd poteet
0: yeah he was the he's the in the beginning of the movie yeah, and that's yeah. it the i was head so and he was in pearl harbor his character's name was goose mm-hmm, He was so, barely in it yeah so we've seen him twice and then i was like when did he become famous like i was trying to pinpoint like what took him off
1: revolutionary road that was one of them yeah revolutionary road When he got nominated
0: oh he did yeah, he got nominated for best supporting. Okay, there you go. 2000, 2008 then. Yeah, 2008 he took off. Yeah. He w- but he was in a ton of movies. Uh,
1: and then Boardwalk Empire from 2001. Yeah. Boardwalk Empire. That's, what, that's, that's what really set him
0: that's off. what did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's And then, what set and him then off, Take Shelter. Sure. And then he became like just the guy for a lot of things. I just watched him in uh, Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam. that's right. He is in Amsterdam. He's in
1: Bullet Train. You, you see this? Just a picture of a goat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Amsterdam? No, I haven't. <laughs> I don't want
1: to watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's a bad. <laughs> it's it's
0: pretty bad. Great. It should definitely be eligible for the podcast. That's it really how, should. That's how bad I think it is. Yeah, it really should.
1: And then uh our boy Blue, Bill boy, Hunter. Bill Hunter. Not the real blue, but the Aussie blue.
0: The Aussie blue. Yeah, uh, I, I liked I liked that guy a lot. I thought, right? he, I thought he was fucking fantastic.
1: He was all right. Yeah. yeah. He's a he was a good laugh uh, laugher. Yeah. Uh release date of this film. January 17 2003 20 year anniversary yep I can't believe it's 2023 uh, I can't believe this movie was 2003. um I might have seen this in theaters really there's a I probably used one of your gift cards movie gift cards to watch yeah, this film
0: I think that I watched in theaters at the very least I watched it uh, maybe like five or six times on uh on video so okay this played this played in the Lions household this played
1: really yeah was it was it big with the with the parents or was it big and just for the did you force it upon your siblings is that why I was the I was the age that this movie should have been for
0: mm. with the movie they should have made you I mean you were I was just watching another 2003 13? movie earlier uh, the other day uh Italian Job yeah and it's
1: another 2003
0: it's or... real it really feels like of the same era mm-hmm. and uh I, I was I, that was a good year for movies even a lot of chrome it, yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of chrome man
1: 88 minutes this pg movie yep R- love it cut the heck out of it and i we liked it love the hell out of the 88 minute run yep and it be- it because it didn't lose anything from the plot we're i'm going to talk about this in the real good stuff very cohesive plot yep. very abc very yep. first act second act third act can't knock that can't knock it can't knock it taglines
0: he stole the money but he's not giving it back <laughs>
1: Oh man, we should have had an Australian on the show just to I ridicule know. you.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't dare bring it out in front of a real oh, Australian. I,
1: I would. I would every day. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. Uh, you kiwi. Uh, tag you're in it, Nick. Give us give us your tagline. Not your average boomer.
0: Wow, that's great. Yep. That's pretty great. It didn't mean anything in
1: 2003, but nowadays I would hit. No, it was uh, um, people would confuse it with boomer size on. That's, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah,
0: not your average boomer. They'd be like, oh, it'd be football dads taking their kids to see this movie. They're like, I heard boomers in it.
1: <laughs> we watch them all, all the time on NFL on CBS.
0: Or uh, or your boy, Chris Berman, also a boomer.
1: Yeah, Chris Boomer, Boomer. Chris Boomer, Boomer, Burman. Uh My tagline these blokes went broke because of a dumb joke. <laughs> Yeah, I mean,
0: that. Uh, every word is true.
1: It eludes, it eludes. Yeah. Big it's illusion.
0: Got, it's got all the words that you need, which is Australian words. Yeah. Speaking of Australian words, here's the plot keywords for this movie. Kangaroo. Fair. Australia. Fair. Best friend. That works. Wet
1: t-shirt. You're losing me. <laughs> and body paint. Sure. Okay. It was body paint, but it was mud. It wasn't really paint, it was just mud. It was mud. Mud and guano.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like that every few years we get a... Uh, body
1: paint movie <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> just a real kangaroo australian
1: body paint movie you know yeah. you
0: know they just don't really come along
1: yeah you know we got to do an australian movie once a year next year it's going to be crocodile dundee in los angeles
0: and every three episodes we do we get one horny key plot keyword yes. so you got to appreciate the one horny plot keyword in hey. this the wet t-shirt uh, one of the four i think i could count four inappropriate for pg mo- parts of this movie yeah that's one of them yeah they, a, they had to give Estella more clothes for, yep. for that to be more PG. Especially
1: if he's grabbing her cleavage, thinking it's a mirage. Yes, yeah. uh, there's that as well. Um, budget.
0: budget. $60 million to make. Unbelievable. That's gosh.
1: a high amount of
0: money. I think a lot of that is fed into the reshoots. Uh, the reshoots. Mm-hmm. They recut and reshot this movie, which we'll get to in just a 2nd got to go back to Queensland. But it made $88 million worldwide. Uh, it's still and, a failure. And on... on on tape, on DVD, on uh, whatever you're buying in 2003, this movie probably cleaned
1: up. Laser disc, yeah, yeah. It was probably the top five uh, stolen uh, movies from Blockbuster. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody sent their Joey's in to get, to pop off these kangaroo jack. You know,
1: hell yeah. We got lots of trivia. We, we, a, let's dive into the backstory of this film because it yeah, has... You can, just, you can just tell the story of it. The Hollywood history. Um, so this movie was inspired by an urban legend that Steve Bing heard as a teenager about a pair of uh, Boston college students on break in Australia. While driving through the outback, they accidentally hit a kangaroo with their Land Rover. Thinking they killed it, they got out and placed the driver's red Sox jacket on the kangaroo to take a picture. However, the kangaroo was unconscious, not dead, and woke up in the middle of the photo. Broke free and took off, uh, still wearing the jacket, along with the keys to the Land Rover in the jacket. What a bonehead move! <laughs> Just hang on to the keys, put them in your hand. Yeah, this is why this is why we have phones now that take pictures and not stupid fun savers. Yes. Talking to you, Kodak, you're <laughs> dead to me.
0: <laughs> I've seen a lot of fun savers lately in movies, and I am. Um
1: and the Polaroids.
0: Yeah. Seeing a lot
1: of Polaroids they look, lately.
0: They look cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That camera, that was a camera of the future,
1: and we really just let it pass. Yeah, us yeah by. twist it to the side, yeah. seeing it portrait mode. <laughs> I think I'm a big Polaroid guy. I don't care what anybody says. Big I like I like I like shaking it.
0: So Steve Bing uh, came up with this story and he was just having a beer with his boy, uh, Steve Rosenberg, and Rosenberg is Scott, li- Scott Rosenberg. Steve Gutenberg is who, I, who mm, I'm always thinking. There you, thinking, I'm there you go. Joel of. Schumacher, Bruckheimer. And I'm telling never, you, never let him pass me by. Mandela effect. Um, Scott Rosenberg and Scott was like best pitch I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, apparently broke a record for most <laughs> for most expensive pitch in Hollywood. Really? But pitched as like a midnight run uh, style. Originally titled Down and Under. And the script was designed as a cool Midnight Run-style mob comedy with plenty of thrills, sexy action for its teenage core audience.
1: I want to know the the exact dollars. The Kangaroo
0: was a minor character. It ended up being the highest-selling comedy pitch ever at the time, earning co-writers Steve Bing and Scott Rosenberg a $1.4 million payday. Jerry Bruckheimer of Disney Studios outbid everybody else for the movie. He loved the idea. He thought it was interesting. And then once they saw a cut, he decided that the can- the kangaroo was very interesting and that th- that one should be uh, part of the movie, too. Man, poor Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> there was only one uh, problem when he brought it to his Disney boss, though. Uh, they thought that mob comedies were over.
1: Yeah, they were passe. 2003. Yeah. yeah. 2003. How, how dumb time. is that when Analyze This just came out and raked at the box office? Yeah,
0: well, that was the last one, I guess. Unreal. Uh, so then they, Bruckheimer took it to Castle Rock Mm-hmm. And they and they bought it. Yeah, uh, uh, Rob, Rob 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 bought Reiner, it. Rob Reiner, mm-hmm. and that's probably where the whole ball started rolling. On, uh, they should make this a kids' movie. Rob Reiner, <laughs> just like just talking out of his butt all the you time. Guys want to
1: see a dead body, but it's a kangaroo.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, so shot is down and under had, according to Jerry O'Connell, full frontal nudity from him
1: wonder why. And a rear nudity from uh <laughs> Anthony Anderson. He was coming fresh off Tomcats. So so there's a reason he's a raunchy guy Yeah. Right yeah. He was he was big uh, into the raunch comedic lead. Uh the real the, the studios were really trying to push him to be to be a head honcho and it just never worked out, which is fine. Jerry's fine. He's he's doing wonders on the on the talk or whatever that show yeah. Is called. Yeah, Jerry is he
0: is like a, he really grew into this character in like a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's uh, yeah, you know, he's very comfortable with his sexuality. Exactly. He's married to Rebecca Romaine How can you not? How can he not be?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. This movie tested terribly when they made it the radar version. When it was the midnight run version. Yep. And uh, it's mostly because the test audience was told they'd be seeing a movie about a kangaroo with the jacket on, and everybody assumed it was a kids' movie. And then when uh, it turned out to be an adult crime comedy full of cursing, sexuality, and violence, everybody was like, "What the fuck is wow. going on?" Wow. So then, inspired by uh, Disney's Snow Dogs, uh, I think I think a future contender. It uh, came out in two thousand two. Snow Dogs, I Snow think dogs. I think is below. Yeah, I think. yeah
1: uh, your so over under. It's. It's a. I'll it's, give you over under on 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 the border twenty five. I think it's under Snow Dogs. It's a push. It's twenty five percent. You got to be good, you bitch. <laughs> I can't believe it. That I movie, can't, can't, movie sucks. We got
0: to do Snow Dogs. It horrible.
1: <laughs> Poor James
0: Coburn. That's all I got to say. Uh, so then they edited it. And now it's Kangaroo Jack, the uh, Kangaroo Talking movie. $10 million in reshoots for two weeks, including a scene where Jackie Legs, the kangaroo, uh, talks and raps.
1: Yeah, a uh, hallucinatory uh, sequence that's yes. involved with a mirage.
0: And uh, they replaced the animatronic kangaroos from the original film with CG uh, kangaroos, which you could tell. The very first kangaroo was animatronic. That thing looked real as hell when they ran it I over. I want to buy that prop. That was a good. That was good. Why didn't they just that's stick cool with that the prop. whole movie? Yeah. He looked. It looked real. Yeah. Like,
1: that's yeah.
0: the dead kangaroo in my opinion.
1: This this movie would have been ten times better if it was the kangaroo um, just just messing everything up for them along the way, um, a la like uh, the the gopher and uh, Caddyshack.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the summer of two thousand two, the new effects were completed. They test screened it, and it went through the roof. One of the best test screenings. <laughs> Jerry Breckheimer still says it to this day that it was one of the best test screenings he's ever seen at
1: Disney. He for sure pulled that audience from a <laughs> from a nuclear waste plant. Yeah. Where they were living under power lines the entire time before they went and saw this movie. That's why it got such positive <laughs> reviews.
0: <laughs> anyway, so that that's just uh, that's how it all went around. And then the backlash happened almost immediately. It was number one opening weekend. And then everybody who took their kids uh, complained to the, the movie studios and said, what the fuck is going on? This movie is still very raunchy. <laughs> so there you go.
1: This is pretty suggestive for a PG movie. Originally pitched with Nicolas Cage as Charlie and Chris Farley as Lewis. And and once again we come full circle with our Lord and Savior.
0: That uh, would have been an excellent
1: movie. The right? one true cage. Yeah. If
0: you as a midnight run character too, it mm-hmm. it'd be like a, a good good mix and mash of those guys. He for sure would have done uh
1: his uh Trapped in Paradise uh, New York accent. Oh you know he would have acted more like Dan Carvey.
0: No, uh, no, the no. only, the last uh, trivia that I liked that has a uh, little to do with everything else: Anthony Anderson saved a koala during the beginning of shooting. See,
1: you know that that big old teddy bear, Anthony Anderson. Um, we gotta don't get, love him. We,
0: yeah, we don't love.
1: We don't. He, he doesn't get enough love. Doesn't get enough love. Doesn't get enough love. He's talented, so talented, and he's a cut up, big cut up guy. Yeah. Uh,
0: recently, there was a D- uh, Dumas. Do you know what Dumas? Dumas.
1: Is? No, I do not know Dumas. Please. D- Dumas
0: is an uh, Instagram account mm-hmm. and a website now, or email address now, where people send blind items about uh, celebrities. Okay. And it's it's well known. It's now the best, most well known, like blind item spot to find out like things. People give hints sometimes, like this uh, Marvel actor was seen with blah blah blah, like leaving this place at the, at this time. The best Dumois that I've read in my life. Low flying planes, dude. Low flying planes. I don't fucking get it. Is this one uh, that said... From Dumois fan at Gmail. Subject, Netflix and chill. So I hooked up with a certain AB list hottie a few months ago, and I can't keep this story to myself. He was a perfect gentleman, and the sex was fire. But afterwards, he made me watch Kangaroo Jack. He was like super invested and shushed me whenever I tried to talk. Hint, He's talked about it off. He's talked about often on here. Who do you think it is?
1: You're the Dumois guy. You're supposed
0: to give me some insight. A right, B A-B list. A B lister loves Kangaroo Jack. Yeah, I think that's Jake Tomanhall. Wow, <laughs> that's a fair assumption. I could see that. Yeah, just, you know, just to be I mean, weird, it could have been Army Hammer. But before all before all this other stuff, he really could strike me as a Kangaroo Jack guy. Maybe it's Evan
1: Peters. It's uh, got to be
0: some, it's somebody freaky. Sex yeah. is fire, though, so.
1: Sex is fire. <laughs> Movie plot according to Rotten Tomatoes. Two friends from Brooklyn, uh, O'Connell and Anderson, are forced to deliver mob money to Australia. Their misadventures begin when one of them places his red jacket on a kangaroo while attempting to snap a picture. When a kangaroo bounces, when the kangaroo bounces off, they realize the mob money is in the jacket and are forced to give chase through the epic. What's your favorite food from Outback Steakhouse? Can't say blooming Onion. Why not? Because <laughs> it's everybody's choice. Yeah, it's the best thing. Obviously. That's, why, that's literally why it's famous. Outside of the Bloomin' Onion, can you give me something
0: that you would like? They just made the best idea for the Bloomin' Onion. It was, you just take the whole thing, slice it that...
1: Put it in an apple slicer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's what the is, How thing. did
0: they ever do... How did they think
1: of yeah, that? Yeah. Is that an
0: Aussie thing?
1: No, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> I
0: like... <laughs> that's one of my favorite types of appetizers
1: it is yeah yeah all the dippies all the good stuff chili's made the knockoff version right the the awesome blossom awesome
0: yeah. blossom mm-hmm. yeah thank
1: yeah. you this is why I keep you They're around the same owners that's why yeah. oh, okay um no it's the it's the brown bread yes brown bread's great at out uh, baked Steakios because they give you a steak knife yeah I've probably been out of back 3 times in my life. No way. Yeah. Wow, the Outback was a staple in my household. Am I missing out? Oh, okay. I used to get the Queensland chicken and shrimp and it was chicken alfredo with grilled shrimp on top. <laughs>
0: Stupid. from Outback Steakhouse. From Outback Steakhouse <laughs>
1: unbelievable. And I thought we were eating like kings. Uh, you're making a scene. Let's start with the I
0: there's the only scene I actually really I want to describe is the beginning scenes. Yeah. So they introduced the movie. Uh, First, it's Jerry O'Connell being like, hey, you know, there's one kangaroo. Australia, beautiful place filled with millions of kangaroos. There's one kangaroo in particular, Kangaroo Jack. And then then the movie title comes in, and then that's when all the people on the test screening were like, (laughs) they were just like losing their shit, having the best time. Um, The story doesn't start there, Jerry O'Connell says. It starts um Long Island uh, or in Brooklyn like and Coney like, Island in nineteen eighty two or something. Yeah, yeah, and then he his life gets saved by Lu- young Lewis saves young Jerry O'Connell
1: um from drowning. From drowning. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jerry uh went twenty yards uh, and there's only fifteen <laughs> yards of beach and apparently he didn't he couldn't swim. There's a massive undertow. But he
0: really wanted to catch that ball. If you can't <laughs> swim, are you even getting near the water How? in the ocean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, and also how are you 12 years old living in new york not and learn how to swim you're living on an island
0: you're hanging out on coney island literally like if you're hanging out on the beach i guess there's probably a lot of who can like, out can't son swim. you can't swim at the beach but it's
1: just like go to local cya
0: yeah, and there wasn't an undertow. It was right next to a, a, a docks, I mean a pier. So how could there be an undertow?
1: He couldn't swim. He just sucked <laughs> at swimming. So you don't even give him that excuse because it's not going to work. Uh, my favorite part of
0: that scene is he does get his life saved, and then he, the guy who uh, resuscitates him or like makes him spit up the water points to Lewis and says, Hey, kid, look at that guy. He just saved your life. Oh, <laughs> and I was God. like, nice. Yeah. Which leads us to the actual scene of the first scene of the movie, where we see Jerry O'Connell in his hairdresser shop. Doesn't cut an inch of hair. Doesn't cut any hair. Looks like he would. Looks like he would. Like he could. But he looks. But he acts more like an office administrator. Yeah. Yeah. But it's his hair salon, so he he loves hair. What's the name of the salon?
1: It's like hair, hair we, hair weir. Yeah. <laughs> o U I apostrophe R. Like, what is that supposed to sound? Where are What's, we? Salon We Are? <laughs> we? Salon We Are? Maybe that's what it is. Salon, salon We Are. Salon We Are. That's terrible.
0: Like, on we? Like, salon We Are?
1: Like, we are a salon. Salon are we. <laughs> Just terrible. Don't. Man, that's bad. Uh, and they made a neon sign to, for that to say that. There ain't no store called Salon We Are or whatever it's called. Yep. Come on, come on,
0: McNally. And if you're just tuning in from the beginning of the podcast, this is Real Rod, the definitive podcast for reason We just freshed percent, everybody. Twenty-five percent of Rod. We just freshed everybody. How do
1: you like that, Sebastian? <laughs> How do you
0: like that? And I am uh, Nick Lyons, and that is uh, Stephen Bones Ramirez over there, there. There you go. No bones about it. Yep. The actual first scene is when they, uh, Jerry, Jerry Connell's not cutting hair. Mm-hmm. Lewis comes in, Anthony Anderson, in all of his glory, starting to s- just spouting off one-liners here and there. Does it the entire movie? Pretty good, pretty good. Would you get what? Would, what grade would you give him? Letter grade on uh, his comedy in the movie?
1: Like, like we're like, it's Anthony, a, it's, his, like his, it's an
0: exam. Yeah. Just the jokes. Just the jokes. C minus. Okay. Well, that's bean. I would say C plus, maybe B minus.
1: Wow, not a B minus. Couple good jokes. It ain't a B. It's, it's, it's a in the C range.
0: I don't know. I think he's riffing. I think it's he's It's a riffing. high C minus. I'll give you that. He's making up for what Jerry lacks. I think he's riffing pretty. He's got pretty a seventy
1: three. Okay. That's his
0: score. Okay. Seventy three is not bad if yeah. you give it to have a hundred. That's what minus. I'm saying. That's yeah. what a C minus is. Okay. Anthony Anderson comes in. You uh you gotta drop off these TVs with me from this truck. And then they proceed to Get in a stolen truck, which they which they know is stolen. Don't realize it's stolen until Yeah. Taking TVs to uh, the drop off point and then a, a cop pulls up behind him NYPD. Chopper. Chopper flies out in front in front of him. <laughs> the chopper, oh yeah, the chopper is around the corner, just waiting for them. First, the cop uh, says, "Pull over. This is a stolen vehicle." Anthony Anderson says, "I can't. I'm still on probation." And somehow, in the middle of dead stop traffic, gets
1: away, weaves in a box from
0: truck. The I was just like, the action was <laughs> crazy Unreal. and on point. It was unbelievable that they got out of that, but also totally believable that they led them to uh, Sal Maggio's. Uh, Warehouse. warehouse, yeah. <laughs> where, uh, where <laughs> All of the stolen goods are. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Probably some human trafficking. Jerry O'Connell O'Connell's a stepfather who bought him the salon. Yes, who gave uh, him the salon. He, yeah, he's not the, uh, that, as, as Sal Maggio would say, he's not the father who stepped in. He's not a stepfather. He's a father we stepped up. Yeah, yeah. And bought his. It's not uh, the father
1: stepped in. His father stepped up. Yeah, and yeah. bought
0: his uh, his new son a hair salon that. <laughs> because he steal, that like he all most of the profits from.
1: because like all kids whose father dies, you'd be a you'd be a hair <laughs> something like that. Butcher. Uh, yeah.
0: Christopher Walken then enters the movie. This uh, was
1: peak Walken too, by the way. This was when he was he was a meme before memes even existed. This must have been at the beginning of his. Walk on Sants. Yeah. Rewalk. Um where Walking in Memphis. He was
0: just showing he was showing up <laughs> at things for like five seconds and yeah. then getting paid like
1: this was uh, post Fat Boy Slim, more than likely. This was him uh, right before wedding crashers. So it was right the right when he turned the corner on, on wedding crashers, but wedding crashers. This was big SNL walking. This is the best way to the best years for him to to have that comedic oomph.
0: We're gonna do another walk in uh very soon. Uh, two two thousand three movies. He he worked three times. The rundown. His most popular one. Great movie.
1: Underrated movie. Kangaroo
0: Jack and uh Geely.
1: Oh yeah, Geely. He's, yeah, he's the mob boss. Yeah, mob boss in Geely.
0: See, he's just he's Detective Stanley Jacobellis. No, oh, maybe he's not a mob maybe boss. Maybe he's a cop. Wow. <laughs> you know, play one of each.
1: Hey, it's like I've seen the movie.
0: <laughs> well, shout out to Chris for walking because he shows up and he just like. Takes over the entire scene yeah. of uh, sending Jerry O'Connell eats, and, eats up the scenery like <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> like it's lunch. It's Anderson to Australia. Yeah. Uh, when one of my favorite quotes of the movie is in that part where he says, uh, "Lewis, you are. If this was medieval times, you would sl- slay the maiden and save the dragon."
1: Yeah, that was a pretty good zinger. Yeah, I like the I like that zinger. And
0: I I was just like, where where is he going with us? He's taking us on a walk in, and uh, he delivered us. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Christopher. Oh yeah. But just them uh, escaping dead stop NYPD traffic was a really great uh, kick kickoff to this movie for me. And then they head to Australia, and the rest is history. You know, if you haven't seen Kangaroo Jack, fucking get on it. It's on free right now. Just just Google Kangaroo Jack, free online, and there is it's what, there. What I'm assuming is a Australian streaming service called Billy Billy. Yep,
1: love and, Billy Billy, and
0: you can just hop on. We are 88, a Billy. 88 minutes, Kangaroo Jack.
1: Pro Billy Billy podcast, <laughs> yeah. ain't no clickbait, ain't no viruses getting getting put in your system. No issues at all. We're busting them out right here. They're going to be shut down next week. Yep. Um, no Sal Maggio's line is uh, uh, I did uh, when you wanted to go to beauty school as boys who lose their fathers early in life <laughs> often do. <laughs> I did not snivel <laughs> at interventions, did I? Like man, that he cuts deep. Chris cuts deep. Uh, he really does. Uh,
0: Great job in that in his two scenes that he's in. His, the other part of the beginning of his other scene, he he's doing a word of the day, and it's like amorphous, meaning blah blah blah. And he's like, "Jimmy's face was amorphous on the ground." Yeah, <laughs> after we shot him in the head. Yeah,
1: yeah. After we beat up Jimmy, <laughs> his head uh, appeared amorphous.
0: Uh, what is so? Are you for real? So the rest of this movie takes place in Australia. They're obviously uh, they're going to deliver money to a guy who's supposed to kill them. They,
1: um, that they don't know that,
0: yeah. And uh, Michael Shannon is the uh, the the soon to be mob boss when he takes over for Christopher Walken. He also goes to Australia. Hilarity ensues. Yep. Um, they put the jacket on a on a Roo on a boomer on a boomer, and uh, they lose track of him. And then the rest of the movie is spent trying to get the money back, but also uh, oh out. no, but it was it, <laughs> NAR oh no NAR. Uh, <laughs> what
1: was your, your for real? Uh, m- <laughs> moment of the movie uh my are you for real moment uh the score the score sucked man the score was so bad it's, it was the same uh it was the same riff uh for 20 out of the 30 musical sequences it, huh. it would and the riff was just a take on the next episode by snoop Dogg <laughs> and dr dre which we heard in the trailer it's just like how how is this just the music yeah it was bump Australia- bum bump bum, 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 and then it was Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, we're getting chased by bad guys. Bum buh, bum 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 bum.
0: <laughs> it was it was a Australian riff of next episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, and they they referenced another uh, rap song too that they that they pulled into the score, and I, I don't forget, I don't remember what it was, but it was a, uh, it was it was something. Wow. But yeah, the score was the the score most for real thing. Like you were score, putting this score, low of effort into the sound. Yeah, score was bad. Uh, soundtrack was good. Soundtrack was good. Score not. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you, uh, if you were like my, if you're like my family and uh, you wish for the, the official soundtrack to a movie and they would always give you the official score to a movie, (laughs) this is the (laughs) instance where you would lose your mind. Yeah. Because on the
0: soundtrack of this movie, Hey, Sexy Lady by Shaggy, we got Two Way, Lil Romeo and Master P. We got Hey Baby, DJ (laughs) Odsey. Yep. Uh, Round, round, Sugar Babes. Uh, I would just. I would just highly recommend Rapper's Delight, of course, uh, Sugar Hill Gang, which is what uh, Jackie Lakes raps as a kangaroo. Yep. Um, Rock to Juice, original mix by The Dude. Uh, if that's not a impossibly great movie uh, a song, I don't know what it is. And uh, the number one played song, Tainted Love, uh, Soft Cell. So... I didn't of, hear that in the movie. I didn't hear it in the movie either, but it's on. It's on the soundtrack. So good for good for them. That um, must have been in the cutout part. The
1: the start the commotion song is a classic two thousand song. Yeah, by the wise guys. Every I really time a song, ca-
0: every time a song came on during this movie, it, it like triggered something in me, and I was like, oh yeah. I, I remember like, that wow, track. Great song,
1: great pick, great check.
0: Yeah, wow, whoever was the music uh, supervisor on this movie,
1: give them an extra couple bucks. Yeah, they're probably Bruckheimer's right right hand <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, you, you want, you talking about your for real? The big yeah. Boomer is named, who who named kangaroos. Who knew about
0: that? Um, my for real movie of the movie is the lack of, uh, cohesiveness, I guess is to say is the, uh, it, it, it did feel like, uh, I mean, tone in that it did feel like, oh. it did feel like a kid's movie and an adult movie at the same time. Two, right. It felt like two different movies. Yeah. As you, we talked about this off mic, but you said, uh, this movie got cut, cut the hell up, yeah, yeah, and and you can kind of tell in a certain part, but yeah. that would that would be my only argument for real, yeah, got cut up like a linoleum knife. Um, uh, I would have enjoyed either direction of this movie, I think I would have enjoyed a full kids' movie where the kangaroo is more front and center, yeah, for, it, for
1: not the first 20 minutes. My initial thoughts of this movie. Not watching it at all. I thought it was going to be them chasing the kangaroo the whole time and then them being, it'll basically be Roadrunner Coyote. Yeah. Like, it's a giant Roadrunner Coyote movie, but it's people versus this kangaroo. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen. That's what it was. All. That's what was advertised, I think. I feel like, yeah, that, that, that would have. That, and the kangaroo could talk is that what people sold. also thought. <laughs> yeah. Or if it, yeah. Or if he's like breaks the fourth wall and just talks to the audience. Yeah. And, but still is a kangaroo to, to O'Connell and Anderson. Oh, that'd be sweet. That would have been great. That would have been cool. Yeah. Very Bugs Bunny-ish. Yep. Yep, yeah. yep. Yep. Yeah. I like yeah. It. Who
0: wouldn't like a kangaroo
1: bugs bunny? Kanga bunny. King, we... starring Bad Bunny. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm telling you, that's the pitch. That's the <laughs> that's give me give me the same title, different movie. you don't right have there. to be Australian, right? You don't have to be. It's uh, him speaking Spanish the entire okay, cool. time. <laughs> that's, let's go with that. <laughs> he's one, he's an export. Yeah. An expat. That's that's it. He he grew up uh, in Australia, but his favorite uh his favorite movie is reggaeton. Um, what's the real good stuff? Nagy, any bets, best parts, best parts.
0: I think that's where this movie really falls into the, uh, uh, real rotten zone is under 25% of Rotten tomatoes because I didn't hate anything about the movie, but also I'm like, was there a best part <laughs> of the movie? I my favorite parts were the parts with blue, there were moments, uh, the plane, the, uh, Plane sequence was good. Plane sequence was good. Where they
1: shoot the trank gun at shoot and shoot the
0: trank gun into blue, and blue uh, almost kills everybody. Uh, they did a lot of walking. I think that my, my for real, is that they would have died. They would have died. In the outback. They would have died. In if the you watch, they go on two different walks where they have no idea where they're going. And one time they end up in a town, luckily. And the other
1: time. They, they go to
0: waterfalls. Yeah, they get saved by, yeah. uh, by, uh,
1: by, some random, by the random outback savior lady, yeah, yeah. research center lady. She's my biggest, uh, are you for real, yeah. in that... In general. She wasn't good. She was the worst part of the movie. Worst That's part fair. of the movie.
0: It's fair. Her and character was very uh, vapid. Why didn't they just make her a, an Australian? If They just they uh, named her Jessie, so it was obviously going to be an Australian person. Jessie? Jessie. So, like... Jessie. Why didn't they just go through with it? Yeah. Maybe they... Maybe Maxim's top 100. My name's Kara. So then she's an American who's in Australia and just stayed there to do, uh, you know, good work for the people.
1: Weird. Yeah. Weird, uh, weird character. Like, these Belbies need to Fuck. Very, very underwritten, very underwritten character. It's unfortunate. Uh, so she was the worst part. of the She movie. was the worst part of that movie. Uh, who didn't? She looked
0: great, and I thought she acted fine. It was just that that part could have been way better.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, the real good stuff about this movie, though, is the, I brought it up earlier, the cohesive plot. Who didn't work for me in this film, um, or what didn't, I'm going to, it's a character. The score is a character, and, I'm, and you're getting out. You're
0: out of here. You're out of here, bud. Yeah, score's gone. Score's gone. More, just more songs from the early 2000s. Yeah. They'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Put,
1: just put music like you did in the to, to early 2000s in every movie. There was like, no score. Yeah, yeah, it was stupid. Um, best, who worked the best for me? M- MS, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon was a great bad guy. Yeah, as a future mob boss guy. He Classic looked, he bad was guy. He was great. Yeah, did great. Did, did a little bit of a New York accent, but didn't overdo it. Yeah, as Michael Shannon would do. Look menacing, act menacing. Did his Michael classic Michael Shannon yell? Yep. Um, got all roughed up. His scruffy look is always nice, and uh, yeah, he was a great
0: actor. Yeah, Mr. Jimmy. He hated Mr. Jimmy. He he threw a couple zingers out there too. He mm-hmm. said, "Why don't you sit, sit on your head and tie, uh, think with your butt?"
1: And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was
0: like, "Yeah, that's a real good like wannabe New York guy yeah. trying to make a joke." Yeah. A PG joke. Yeah. Because you know he was that ass. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I think they... Any other it. rating. They probably redubbed it.
1: They only had one ass, and it was Anthony Anderson There at was the end. a
0: couple parts where you could hear like the redub happen, and you're like, oh, he definitely said something else, yeah. and I'm just watching a made-for-TV movie of a movie that was made this way, on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I thought Anthony Anderson was great. I thought Blue was great. Blue and uh, Anthony Anderson, great but combo. All he had to do was just be an, Aust- an old Australian guy who... Uh, just knew could, how to fly. Could, could drink really well when they when they end up at the first bar. Blue is just hammered, taking shots, drink seven or eight shots. they like eight in the morning? Yeah. Like, love this guy. That's how I start my die. <laughs> See, this is also a drunk movie, I guess. It is. Think about there it, you yeah. go. There's the there's our drunk there's aspect. Some, we have the punch. We got
1: the punch and the drunk, and we get
0: eventually love. There is some love. He, uh, Jerry O'Connell does marry Estella Warren by it's the end of Warren. the movie. And they invented so shampoo.
1: They invented Lilyberry and uh, snake, uh, was it snake berries? <laughs> no, it was snake, it was like snake, snake skin, hide, snake, yeah,
0: snake skin, snake skin
1: bumbleberries, yeah, the snake shampoo, uh, the, the number one skin. shampoo in the world, biggest exfoliant on the scalp,
0: yeah, this is actually big. Uh, early 2000s, huge shampoo time. Aussie
1: Naturals, yeah. Big
0: shampoo time.
1: Yeah, what was it, Herbal Essences? Herbal Essence was huge, Pantene Pro-V. People having sex in the shower on national oh television. Oh, my God,
0: the Orgasm, yeah, the Orgasm commercials. You
1: should try the body wash. <laughs> wow, huge time for shampoo. I could see why they made a pretty decent amount of money off it. I bet, I bet that Aussie Land uh, shampoo did the did the co-branding and they regret it every day uh, another, probably why they went under
0: <laughs> another good part of this movie is every time anthony anderson brings up how he saved jerry o'connell's life yeah and uh, jerry o'connell just be like i'm busy i can't do it and he's like well good thing i wasn't busy 26 years ago when i saved your life and i was like every, every single time he brought it up and he would just find the easiest segue yeah. i was in i was just like that that's a good joke to me Keep keep running it back. He just says every single time uses the "I saved your life" thing, and uh, it's a good running joke. Yeah, I thought it was a good running joke.
1: A good another good running joke. Uh, Jerry O'Connor getting kicked in the face. Yep. by uh, kangaroos. Yeah, that, that was uh, righteous. Yeah, leading and then to. Anthony Anderson laughing at him. <laughs> <What> <laughs> That's even you, funnier.
0: What did you think of the? Uh, the rapping uh kangaroo scene.
1: No, no thanks. Okay. Don't that, need it.
0: That might be the uh, the biggest for real for me then.
1: Yeah. yeah them yeah. them uh, uh break dancing around all the money because that's not $50,000. It's like $500,000. Yeah.
0: If you're not a, if you're a kangaroo rapping and in one part of the movie and, and you it's don't CGI? And you don't talk ever again
1: and you're the only computer generated image <laughs> yeah. in the movie? I'm
0: like what the no, fuck thanks. is going on? Yeah, no thanks.
1: Yeah. Um Friends are Defoe, Nick. We got to come up with a new one for the new year. New, new, new concept. We got to, we
0: got to move past. I think we just, I think. Oh,
1: Poseidon with his rage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's gay, but he uh, likes to paint. (laughs) (laughs) He likes classical music. There's many.
1: There's many good things about it. Yeah, we got to shoot from the hip here. Yeah, shoot from the hip. That's it. Shoot from the hip. Give me somebody. Just punch drunk love.
0: You have let's, three. Th- let's go. Punch drunk love. Let's go. This movie either gets redirected by PTA stars Adam Sandler, or stars uh who's number who's the woman in that movie? Oh, uh, Emma Thompson. Not Emma Thompson. No, it's Emily um, Mortimer. Is it Mortimer? That'd be great. Emily Watson. Emily Watson. Different, different than Emily Mortimer. Emma Watson. Not Emily. Emily Watson. Emily Watson. Yeah. Who, who you know when you know. Uh, two other people in that movie Philip Zimmer Hoffman and Luis Guzman so those are the f- those are the four actors
1: oh replace them with the PTA you can choose with the Punch Drunk Lover you can choose yeah
0: replace them with
1: Punch Drunk Lover
0: you can choose director too since it is PTA movie
1: can you imagine this as a Paul Tom Sanderson movie
0: it would probably be pretty good. <laughs> Drainage. Jerry. It would never have gotten under an R rating. Uh, no, he would have just been like, "This is going to be a Bindai run. They're going to get captured movie. by the <laughs> aboriginals.
1: They're going to do. They're going to play
0: a didgeridoo." I think it's. I think it's wrong to put uh, to do PTA to make PTA direct this movie. Yeah, the All obvious right. answer is Adam Sandler would crush this movie. Yeah, he'd be great. He'd be great. It doesn't even matter what party's in. He could. He could be any of them. He could heat check as Mr. Smith, where he tries to put do an Australian <laughs> accent. That would be very funny. Yeah, uh, put him in any role, and I think this movie automatically uh, gets better.
1: Um, I'm going to put uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as um, as Louis, as Anthony Anderson's character. Yeah, because he this is like right around along came Pauly yeah. era. So I think he'd be he'd have some good uh, comedic chops. For, you know, which I just
0: found out recently. Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, Long John is pretty low. Twenty
0: six percent. Yeah,
1: it's pretty low for for being a really well done comedy. It's a movie. great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. I don't know. Twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven percent. One hundred sixty three ratings.
1: I don't <sighs> get the hate. I really don't get the hate of Long John Paulie. It's going to
0: be our Hall of Famer next year at two thousand and four. It'll
1: be the oh, tw- wow. twenty years since
0: Long John Paulie. So. Wow, that's crazy.
1: Tune in next year for uh, for a little bit of that. Well, you have any other quotes? Uh, I think I'll play this quote though. The people of Asia call me Sung Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Anderson uh, 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 holds uh, two people who are riding on camel, by the way. Riding on camel. Nice camel uh, chase scene, um, unlike The Mummy, Yep. Uh, which was which was second to this. Uh, Anthony Anderson holds up two, two bad guys on camels with a rock and then lets them know that um, he was in the Little League World Series and struck out 13 Taiwanese <laughs> little, little League All-Stars. And the people of Asia call him Long Duk Song, Suk Long, Suk Long Dong, Sun Luck Dong, Soon Luck Dong, sook, sook dong. Sook dong, which is definitely not Korean and it's definitely not Taiwanese. He
0: and he said, it, which translates
1: to Large Black Man, Large Black Man, pretending, <laughs> pretending man. to be twelve years old, pretending to be twelve years old. <laughs> it's pretty good. In
2: 1983, I was the starting pitcher in the Little League World Series. I struck out 16 Taiwanese All Stars. Oh to this day. The people of Asia call me Song Dong, which means big black man. Pretending to be twelve. <laughs>
0: that was great. Oh, I smiled the entire time I heard that. Great uh, delivery. Yeah, excellent job. And then it's just and Jericho Khan kind of takes the gun and they uh they
1: turn the tables on the Aussies. I'm Carbone, which means I'm the white man with a gun. <laughs> nice job, Jerry. Yeah. Nice job. To this day Uh
0: a lot of good Jerry, Jerry and Anthony, I thought, had pretty good chemistry. They had good
1: chemistry. I'm good surprised chemistry. they weren't in uh, any other movies together. Yeah. Um, make it fresh. We agreed upon this. Make it rated R. Um, yep. uh, Nick, you have an alternative idea. I'm going to let you run wild with it. Uh,
0: release it five years later and have uh, Seth Rogen write it. Yeah. And uh, just make it one of one of that one of that crews. It's Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is the Italian. <laughs> it's a Jet yeah, it's yeah. Jet Apatow and you put those two guys in the outpack. Yeah. Or, uh, it would be it would be over an hour and a half, so that would be the bummer of it, but it would be probably a top five funniest movie of all time. Definitely. <laughs> if, if this this movie with that crew, I mean Yeah, we need a Mel Gibson cameo too, yeah. somehow, some way. They would get an, a real Australian in this mm-hmm. movie too, which yeah. 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 were there any? I mean, blue, blue was probably the only uh, blue. Some, some of the surrounding people were Australian. Yeah,
1: the the extras, the the lady dispatcher for the a, airplane.
0: If you thought this
1: was, oh, a and movie, then the sergeant.
0: Yeah, if you thought this was an Australian movie, I didn't feature as many Australians as it could have. Look,
1: honestly, I really appreciated Mr. The, Jimmy. Mr. Jimmy. Was yes, good. Mr. Jimmy was great. Sergeant Jimmy was awesome. Uh, <laughs> we needed more Aboriginal presence because, we did. especially if they were in the bush. Yeah, come on, Mr. Jimmy.
0: He could have played a bigger role in the movie. I wouldn't have been mad.
1: He's a he's a pretty famous Australian actor. I forget um, what else he's in, but I believe he's in Where the Green Ants Dream, uh, which is a Werner Herzog movie. Werner Herzog. Uh, it's a great movie. It's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just give me the rated R. Give me more Midnight Run vibes. Give me the violence. Give me the language. Give me uh, some sexual situations, but more, more, give me f- some give more funny. Give me that full frontal nudity give of Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, why not? Yeah, give me the good funny. Now it's time for the top five. To, 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 top five movies with animals in the title. You know, yeah. So when you when you
0: approach a movie, you uh, you see it and it says "dog." The movie "Dog" with Channing Tatum—that's That's a, a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's about a dog. <laughs> so let's just uh, let's do any movie. With an animal in the title, I say we you can't use the same animal twice, though. How okay. about that? Yeah, we can't. So, if you choose a dog movie, only one dog movie. Uh, you can't do number
1: five: all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> number four: all dogs go to heaven too. Number three: Dog, <laughs> Alpha Day, Dog Day <laughs>
0: Afternoon. Number two: Number one: Truth About Cats and Dogs, there which uh, might be um, might be featured on my top five. This oh, is actually are you serious? Tough. Is, With Janine Garofalo? I just re I just watched it for the first time uh, fairly recently, you're, so you're it was horrible. it was a good time. You're horrible. <laughs> What's your number five? My number five. <sighs> you know this is insane. How uh, how many movies <laughs> have have these in them? Ooh. number five. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Wow, great choice. It's a great choice. Um, this is this is pretty tough. There's actually a lot of very good movies with um.
1: Yeah, there is. So rabbits are out. You can't do Rabbit Proof Fence. I'm just here to break it to you. Rabbits are out for me. I can't do Rabbit. I can't be the Curse sa- Where <laughs> Rabbit. Get out of here. One of the saddest movies of all time. Man, devastating. All right. Well, that's your five. Don't do JoJo Rabbit either. You know? Oh, JoJo Rabbit. JoJo. Okay. My number five is I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna just throw heat the whole time so it's it's happening. I
0: mean that's honestly what this list is.
1: Yeah my number five uh, is going to be um, the, the classic the one the one true the one true king it's a lion king. Number lion five king. yeah number five yeah no lamps for lions for me no lions lamps for lions Lions, lions yep. for lambs yep um it's, no it's secondhand lion Lions. no yet. secondhand lions this is true uh yeah yeah the lion right yeah that's a movie yeah or just lion
0: with uh with your guy Dev Patel good movie yeah pretty, lion. pretty enjoyable movie
1: yeah right no it's uh yeah Lion king number five okay Throw, throwing it out there okay what's uh what's you for
0: Oh man, there's just too many good movies on uh, that would be on this list. I too. know, I know. You're, you're the one that brought it up. Yep. Uh, so what do we say? We're not, I say we don't use Batman because that's not an animal. No Batman. There's a bat. Is there a bat? Does that count? Does it have to be just bat? <laughs> then you can't count Spiderman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spider. Spider is its own word in that situation. Um but where do you, you where can do
1: put we? Batman and Robin? Because Robin,
0: man, where would I even put any of those? Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, I'm gonna have to go number four. Let's go with Silence of the Lambs.
1: Bowser. my number four. Yeah, all right. Uh,
0: so no lambs. I did. I did my rabbits. and My lambs.
1: Rabbits and lambs are out. I do like that movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's re- a really, uh, really enjoyable film. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a definitely uh, a rewatchable film, even how intense it is. All right. Well, um, I'm going to steal it from you um, because I know it's going to be on your list. If not, shame on you. Uh, number three, Dog Day Afternoon. What's your number four?
0: Is that Dog Day Afternoon number four?
1: No. Number okay. four?
0: I'm going to steal this from you, too. No. Yep. Don't do it chicken run chicken run uh, Yep.
1: <laughs> it's not chicken run <laughs> i definitely
0: i definitely saw chicken run in theaters i did too
1: yeah no i did too excellent film yeah yeah it's um you're yeah. not gonna do that no, no. it's my number four yeah. that's your number four yeah. chicken run yeah my number four i'm gonna i hit my back-to-backers right there okay so chicken. dog day afternoon chicken run so chickens are out
0: dogs are out dogs are out who let the dogs out this dog can hunt you did Whew, still, still, um, man. Yeah.
1: Give us your three two piece. You I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go dogs as well. Okay. And I'll go Reservoir
1: Dogs. Okay, that's that's solid. Yeah, it's fair. It's mm-hmm. fair. It's not a it's not his best film but I mean it's the one that put him on the map. Not his best. Uh that uh, the only
0: other thing I was thinking for that three spot was Anaconda. I'm not sure it's going to make my list anymore.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Anaconda could have snuck in at 5. Uh, I guess we'll have to move along. Move yep. along. So, my number 2. Do I Stay True to Myself? I think I do. Um who who would I be if I didn't put the Lion King on my list? Mm. I really want to. Mm. My name is that. Four Lions. Yeah. Four Lions. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's not good. That movie's great. It's
1: not, not, it's it didn't age good. well, but it's pretty great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I gotta go Lion King at my two. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um I at the risk of of sharing it with you on the list, I think it is a top um, animal in the you're title. Just trying movie. to steal
1: votes. I get what you're trying to do. People actually listen to the podcast and know who's the original Lion King. Yeah. Um. Oh my God. Oh uh, man, so. I
0: just saw one that I want to switch to now. Damn. It.
1: You're done. You're done. You get one switch
0: if you want. What was the uh, What was my three again? <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir. <laughs> you know, that's the one I'm switching. Okay. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> you dead to
1: me. Quentin, no
0: thank you. I'm pulling out the Scorsese. I'm going Wolf of Wall Street. Wow, you
1: did it. Wow, I can't believe you did it. Look at you. Look at you.
0: I did lions, rams, rabbits. All of the big ones. Lions, lambs, and rabbits. I have to go Lion King, uh, you know, Lion King one and a half, the Timon and Pumbaa adventure. <laughs> no, that's not a
1: real cinematic release.
0: Come on. Uh, let the record show that my Lion King is the Beyonce one. Wow. <laughs> no, just kidding.
1: Have you seen that? No, I have not. No,
0: we, still, we should watch that together sometime.
1: Uh, it's. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. You know? Yeah. I don't want my, uh, my childhood ruined.
0: Yep. Okay. What's your two? Yeah, we should have just done animals named in the title. You know, like Lyle Lyle Crocodile. <laughs>
1: like Balto. <laughs> number one. My number... The Sacred
0: Deer and Killing of the
1: Sacred Deer. It's my number one, right? Or my number two? <laughs> yeah, the Lord... oh, yeah, yeah, No, my number two. Oh, yeah, my number two? Easy. This is Easy Pickens right here. Easy Pickens. It is going to be... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the sludge, the ooze. Secret of the ooze. It's a fair... That's an honorable mensch right there. Yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Done deal. Great job. Yeah, it's a great, uh, great superhero movie. I could easily put Black Panther or Wakanda Forever on the number two spot, but I'm gonna give it to the OG just to give props to the to the one true king T'Challa.
0: Yep, I think that's the right right decision. My number one, uh, this is Rio Rotten, and we are a cats podcast. no way, so you're gonna do it uh, number one, uh no, I'm not doing cats uh, <laughs> cats and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we should make cats uh Kyle's number one on the list, um just his only one, his yeah. number one cats, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with the all time a Nick movie if there's ever been one in the history of the world. Big fish.
1: Big fish. Big <laughs> fish. Big fish, big nick energy for sure. Big fish, me
0: baby. Yeah. Give me Ewan. Yeah. Give me Jessica Lang. Mm-hmm. Give me your guy. My guy? Danny DeVito.
1: Danny, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's you and McGregor. I'm talking about Albert him. Finney. Albert Finney, that's Billy your guy. Crudup's my guy. <laughs> Billy Crudup yeah, is your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. Oh, almost, almost famous. Doctor yeah, Manhattan. That's come true. on, come yeah. on. He's the man. Um, I'm going to give my other honorable mention uh, to be the Deer Hunter, but my yeah,
0: Deer Hunter would have been on the short list. It's as
1: well. real damn good, but it, I can't consider it my favorite movie because it's just so sad. Yeah. Uh, number number one movie with an animal in its title. Okay. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. <laughs> wow. The the best. Objectively best. Uh if it if it was a one-shot superhero movie, it would be the best superhero movie. You know, what right? I was thinking about rewatching Spider-Man 2. There you go. It's a
0: rewatchable movie. I cannot throughout. I should watch it again. It's really good. It's really good. It's really really good. It's my number 1. MJ Kirsten Kiki Dunst, you Eat know. your heart
1: out, Kyle. I got two super... My top two are superhero wow. films. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: How do you like me? Unbelievable. Who's the real comic book guy now? Not what I expected from your bag. I'm so
1: sorry. I'm glad you pulled it out. You know, Dog Day Afternoon deserves to be in the top three. Yeah, there you go. Dog Day. Yeah.
0: Well, every dog has his day.
1: Yep. There you go. We did it. We did it. Same title, different movie. You're going to do Kangaroo Jack, starring Bad Bunny, and he's going to break the fourth wall and talk to the audience <laughs> yes, the entire yes, yes. time while uh, dropping anvils on Jerry O'Connell's head. Yes.
0: The only other Kangaroo Jack I could think of is the one. Um, it would just be the name of like a potion. It'd be it'd be real like uh, what's. The... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like. um... It'd be like the part of Pinocchio where all the kids turn uh, into Formula Fifty One. No, <laughs> yeah.
1: Formula Fifty One with uh, Tim Roth and Samuel Jackson. He makes that drug. Uh, he makes that. That's a that's a bad movie. Well, you know. You know what I'm talking I've, about? I have no idea what you're talking oh about. Oh my god! I'm I'm Formula Fifty One. Fifty One. Yeah, Formula Fifty One, aka the Fifty First State, with Robert Carlyle, Emily Mortimer, Meatloaf, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Samuel oh, L. Jackson. Okay. This is where I'm, I'm intrigued. This is where Samuel L. Jackson wears a red kilt throughout the entire movie. Okay. With uh, cornrows. And it is an action comedy film by Ronnie Yu. It is, uh, it is about a, a master chemist, Samuel L. Jackson, who goes to England to sell his I love elephrine.
0: I love when he plays a, a scientist.
1: Powerful new drug. All does not go as planned, and the chemist soon becomes entangled in a web of deceit. Web of deceit. Web even. of deceit. Twenty five percent on 25 Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty five on the Dizzot. Speaking of punch drunk love, this might have to be the movie because this movie came out when two thousand one. So so it's a it's a little little stale. Okay, but uh, we'll
0: consider it.
1: <laughs> 20, $27 seven million dollar budget got
0: fourteen. Oh, another uh, uh, Samuel Jackson under twenty under twenty five. Basic.
1: Yeah. Oh man, yeah.
0: 2003 even. Army
1: Rashomon.
0: Wow, we, we got to do Basic. Look what we have here. <laughs> wow, I fucking love I Basic. No, that sick.
1: That movie sucks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He was better in uh he was better in the other army movie he was in basically the same year which was the Army Mil- the Army Court movie. Yep. Rules of Engagement. Rules of Engagement. Yeah. Which was not bad. I love, had a, I love
0: just saying the title loudly after you say it. it Guy Pierce. Me, it makes me feel good.
1: Guy Pierce is in the movie. I thought that was a love
0: movie. Did you, Tommy of, Lee Rules Jones. Rules of Engagement.
1: No, that's the that's the TV Rules show. Rules of
0: Attraction.
1: Yeah, that's the bad uh, Brett Easton Ellis. Rules of Engagement was two thousand, and it was uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Ben Kingsley, Guy Pierce, Samuel oh, Jackson. Guy e Pierce, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love me some Guy Pierce. After that rewatch, by the way. Oh uh, yeah. Side side note. like one memento. Yeah. Uh, better than the
0: big green. Yeah, our final thoughts? Maybe. 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 It, it gets it's it has its moments. Nearly as enjoyable. Not enough Larry. If it had a Larry moment. If it had a Larry moment where he says, "Hi, I'm Larry." Hi, like, I'm Louie. Yeah, that yeah, would something that, like that. that would have been
1: it. I have enjoyed it. I thought, I if thought he hallucinated it. about mummies uh chasing him. That would have been great. Pretty pretty uh, pretty okay. Yeah, pretty okay. Um, needed more um, undertones about the Australian treatment of the Aboriginals. Yes. That would have helped. Yes. That would have helped. Some more cultural More people saying the word Billies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're going to have some Bricky?
0: Yeah, some Brecky.
1: Oh, Talk about it. Uh, Re rate this film, Nick. Not 20, not eight percent. No, 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 not a single digit movie. No, doesn't even meet the teens. I don't think it We're does. We're shooting it up, Shoot it up. It's past, it doesn't deserve to be on this podcast. Let's put it on a roller coaster,
0: let's take it to the top and then lower it a little bit. And yeah.
1: then, so, 38, yeah, 30. This is a good 30s movie,
0: yeah, 30s. It's in the 30s. It's a movie we would uh somebody would be like hey I think that's under 25% we should do it for the podcast. We check it in we and go and then we're oh, Ah like, oh, it's a little too good. Yeah. It's too good. That's yeah. I think that's where this movie falls. I think it just got a it, the real bait and switch from Bruckheimer is right. what got this eight percent. I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. They were they were uh, they were so mad. <laughs> the <laughs> critics were like, "Why do you do this to us, Jerry?" There's like,
0: there's not enough kangaroo in this movie, or there's too much kangaroo in this movie. We can't figure it out. <laughs> You're killing us,
1: Jerry. Thirty-three percent for me. Okay. Uh, what's your blurb? Um,
0: kangaroos are called boomers. This film's a late bloomer.
1: Wow. Check your bloomers. Yep, for the boomer.
0: <laughs> uh, have you ever seen the inside of a uh, kangaroo's pouch? It's weird looking. Go, yeah, look it up. It's freaking crazy. I mean, man. it's
1: it's like a quasi uterus. Yeah, right? it's wild. Yeah, it's pretty strange. It's crazy, man. I can't I can't imagine like all the cartoons of people just hiding in there. Oh my god, no, uh, thank you. Yeah, there's a lot of bacterium going on. Yeah. up and up in there. Uh, my Quick blurb, point. not quite a bonza, but crikey, this movie defo wasn't a stinker. <laughs> There you go. Uh, translation, not quite a, a really a really good thing, but man, shoot, this movie definitely <laughs> wasn't a bad one. Man, shoot, yeah, okay. Nick, you uh, uh, you got any uh, uh, real recommendations? Some recos. For us? Uh, I have one. Real record. And reco. only
0: one. Get your ass in the seat. Wow. Put on your little 3D glasses. Oh no! And check out Babylon. your new film of the year, Babylon. Babylon. <laughs> Avatar: colon, The Way of Water. Your boy has seen it. Your boy saw it totally sober, even had a great time. Wow! So this was your sober watch. My sober watch. So okay. now, I, now I got my baseline. So now, now we go in and we see what are the levels we can hit with this Avatar: The Way of the Water. Yeah. Um, Overall, I would say that movie was good. Okay, at the very least, good. At the mo- at the best, could be great. Could be great. Um, I'm gonna have to save that for for another rewatch, though. M- maybe me and you uh, can go together. Yeah, maybe not, because uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, certain other people in my life refuse to see it with
1: me. So. You, know, they, you know there's uh, there's travesties that happen all over this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But wow. yeah, Avatar. Okay. Yeah. Way of the water. Here it's uh here it's pretty good. At wow. at wow. Way Surprising at it, it didn't get a lot of awards uh during the biggest night in foreign television. Yeah, In uh, movies.
0: Yeah. Biggest night for film and television. Only two nominations. Yeah. So, that's
1: uh, really strange. I wonder why. <laughs> Uh, my real recommendation, uh, is something that's still in theaters, but you can stream it on HBO Max. It's The Menu. The Menu. The Menu. Uh, we watched that as well. Oh, you watched it. I figured you would get too scared. No, no. Uh, that's right along my lines.
0: Yeah. See the new Ari Aster, uh, trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer. It looks, it looks different. I might be able to see that one in theaters. Yeah, probably. It seems like it might be just crazy Did enough. you
1: see Midsommar yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you did. And Hereditary. I know. It w- wait, I- I know you sound hereditary I can't believe you did it yeah um, but uh, uh, I'll pick your brain about that after but uh, yeah the menu is good. Menu's I' don't, good. I don't know the the writer director um, I feel like it's an early project. I feel like this was like a um, a, a Hollywood like actors like darling script that was passed around. And it was made, and it's still uh, made. Mark, Mark Malloyd. Mark Malloy Malloyd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He,
0: uh, he was a um, Game yeah. of Thrones guy. Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. That's what yeah. it is. Um, so yeah, the, he's used to used to great ensemble actors. Um, interesting concept. Yep. Uh, Directs a
0: lot of Succession as well.
1: Yeah, he's a big Succession guy. Succession. Succession. And was it Billions, too? I think he does Billions.
0: The Affair? He's H- an H- HBO guy. Entourage to twenty three episodes. Okay.
1: Ooh, ooh, there it is. Mark, yeah, yeah. So he knows his, he's he's got star power behind. Yeah, yeah.
0: Him. He's a he's an HBO and guy.
1: And everybody and their mothers in this film. So yep. it, yeah, it works out well. It's a well done premise and uh executed um uh, executed surprisingly well. I didn't yeah. think it was gonna be that good and I was very surprised by it. I liked the ending. Yeah, good ending, solid ending. I mean
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that. And now we've hit the 90 minutes for the podcast. Have we? Did we do it? We did it. I can't believe it. We are at the perfect length, so it is time to end. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We are Real Rotten, the definitive podcast for movies under 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. It is the punch, drunk, loving year. Hop along with us for 2023. Thanks for joining. And as we always say, keep it real. Stay rotten. There it is. Keep it rotten.
1: You did it. Stay rotten. It's really their only good song. Did you go to that concert with us? No, I did not.
0: <laughs> some films are ripe, some films are rotten. We like our potatoes, our grotten. You are a film, but you can't even... But here comes Nick and Steve and they break it down, they turn it out And when it was all you wanted to shout I want my money back Cause that was real rotten Real
2: fucking rotten